Hey, what's going on, Air Motos? Dr. Drill, Making Motivation Podcast. <clears throat> Today's the 4th of October, 2021. It's not all overcast day. No crazy uh, rain yet, but it's coming. This is coming after, arriving to us after a beautiful weekend. Beautiful last couple weeks. Just perfect fall weather. Nice and crisp at night. Foliage starting to go on display. Just been gorgeous out, you know. <laughs> That's my buddy uh, Chuck, little C Mart, and little JT, my man JT out there, retirees, hanging out, sitting on the stoop. Fixing cars, checking out the passersby, give a little bit of a, you know what I mean? The universal Dr. Drill friggin' call, right? Call to motivate. You gotta do it, man. You gotta, you gotta have something. <clears throat> if that's a little something that I can drop, drop it like it's hot on you to give you a, a tip. How to stay motivated? Come on, put a little friggin' ism, like a little statement. You know, like I do. It's not even a. It's not even a word. It's just a, like an assertion. It's like a body language. Like a, I'm making this guttural sound. You know, from way, way down deep in the pit of my being, in my soul. If you believe in souls, my life force, my chi, is gonna come out in that form, and it sound like that. Right? When my my evening staff comes in, she does that. And I feel immediately um, energized. Like, okay, Emily's here. Emily's gonna help us get through this evening. She's on mission. We're gonna we're gonna you know get this job done together. And so just a little something that I didn't invent it, but I adapted it to the civilian sector because this was you know part of being a marine it's like you would say a couple marineisms if you talk to somebody like yeah you know hey we're gonna get together tonight we're gonna be in you know such and such as barracks room or we're gonna have a barbecue out in town this weekend er <laughs> yeah motivating you know what I mean shit like that it just tells you it gives an indication that you're you're like it's affirmative. Yes. Okay. Er. Hoorah. <laughs> is like my little abbreviation of that. That <laughs> is like an exclamation point at the end of a uh, sentence. It doesn't even have to come at the end of anything or before anything. It's just a instantaneous acknowledgement with motivation. <clears throat> you hear me do that. Throughout my life, I'm going to make that noise. And people are going to know that about me, that it's a little noise that I make. Oh, who's that? It's, that's Dr. O. That's Drill. Coming by my house, giving a little fucking thing. So I always do that at Coop and Chuck's house. And uh, I know that they know what it means. That's the best, right? When you're in the, you're in the type of company where you know that somebody else knows what your indication is. What you mean. It's wonderful. <clears throat> so I hope you had a great weekend. Again, it was beautiful. 
I had a great weekend. It was very productive. I made a shitload of pinekins. I had my cousin come over and assist on Saturday. We spent basically up until about 2 o'clock on Saturday making pinekins. I would carve them with the saw. My buddy would, uh, cousin Chris would sand them. And then we painted them. Sam came out and helped. And the orders are flooding in. There's a little bit of desperation because there's only like five, six, seven pinekins remaining. And they're going fast. You know, they're standing, they're sitting on my stoop, and they're going to be gone. And then folks will be like, wait a second, I thought you said that I had one. Well, I don't fucking sit out there in a security booth and guard these things. You know, I can't, you know, money talks and bullshit walks. Like my wife and daughter say that what we need to do next year is just make them and put a can out there or post somebody. And when they're gone, they're gone. Not holding them or making special orders or any of that shit. This is what I'm making and this is what you're going to get. And that's the best when, you, when there's such demand that you can just like... This is what I'm making. When I'm done, I'm done. You know, I could carve pinekins, and I love doing it, but I could carve pinekins for the next month straight. And part of me would love to do that. I think I could do, I said this before, I perhaps could do this full time. You know, and if I came up with another seasonal item, Christmas item or some something that indicates <clears throat> winter holidays there, Christmas, Hanukkah, whatever. I got a lot of friggin' work to do, you know? Anyway, I love to carve. I had a friend yesterday, she's got like a dozen of these things, it seems, in my uh, neighborhood, my friend Heather. So she's put these things on display, and everybody around her has bought these things as well. So they're like all over my neighborhood. And it's so special to me that my neighbors would want to buy something, a little piece of me. Whether they realize it or think of it that way, they're buying a piece of me. Something that I made with my hands, and they honor it by buying it and putting it on their stoop. It means a lot. It means a whole lot to me. That's why I'm really going out of my way for my neighbors. I mean, I sold 50 pumpkins just within my neighborhood. So... Pinekins, sorry. So I love that. Then Saturday night, we went up to this place called the Trolley Barn Public Market in Quakertown. They've expanded this. It was a beautiful night. They had uh, live entertainment out there. They got this pokey bowl, poke bowl place, like a sushi thing, but it's like veg, proteins, sauces, and they do it all very quickly. They're selling the shit out of these things. They're only like $12. Great, healthy meal. <clears throat> we sat out there and we had a couple beers and we watched some live entertainment and went home. And then as we're pulling in the driveway, a little drama. You know, this is gigantic toad that I may have mentioned. It's probably the size of a softball. It, it and another toad, a smaller one, would hang out in our like right out in our driveway by my wildflowers. And they would scamper around the, the neighborhood 
and I think they would feast pretty well because the thing would take, yeah, I know I've mentioned it before, because this freaking toad takes gigantic turds, gigantic shits, which are very interesting if you glance at them. They basically comprise almost completely of exoskeletons. So they digest whatever, and then they just freaking stack these exoskeletons, which are undigestible. New text message from Milo. Undigestible inside in their gut, and then they poop them out right outside my freaking garage. So I think that they like the garage door because the bugs would hit it and then fall down, and she would channel the bugs toward them, and then out their big slimy, sticky tongue would go and they gulp up shitloads of insects. The only problem is this toad would hang out outside there, and like almost daily I had to shoo him away. Literally, I had to like push him away with my foot, prompt him to scamper away uh, outside, you know, away from the drive, because I knew my wife was coming home or whatever, worried about it getting hit. So we ran, you know, 9 o'clock at night on Saturday. We pull into the driveway, And we freaking my wife ran over the toad. And the kids get out and they're like, oh my god. And we're looking at this dead ass toad, which was actually still kicking, so I dispatched it with a rake. Like a hard rake. Smacked it a few times. And it died. That was terrible. You know, I think we didn't wanna didn't wanna kill it, you know, it was out there inhabiting our property. I was, I was, I always enjoyed seeing it, but sometimes it would come in the drive, the, the garage, and it would scamper around, and, and it wouldn't budge. I was worried about hitting it with the garage door, you know, maybe hit the fucking thing with the garage door and cut its head off or something like that, or smush it, and we ran it over. So, it's time, it's luck had run out, I'm sorry if we would have seen it, we, we wouldn't have run it over, but... That's terrible. And then, uh, then what happened? Uh, last night, my daughter's hermit, uh, hamster finally died. It ran its life two, uh, two years. It was all old and looked like decrepit, emaciated. It was breathing heavy and it died. There's been a lot of death of these small creatures there. And they, they're, their lives matter to us. And we hate to see any any suffering or death. But, it, it, you know, to me it was like a... It was something interesting. So we held a little ceremony for both of them out there in the yard. So at the bottom of the yard, I took this big pickaxe that I got. And I just with one strike it into the ground. It's got like a scoop on the back. It's got a pick on one side and like a, a more broad scoop. I just pulled up the grass, maybe went around six or eight inches deep, pulled it up, dropped the hamster in there, closed it back up, flattened it. Rest in peace, Mr. Hamster. You know, these creatures don't have, well, the toad probably had a great life. The hamster had a shit life, you know, in my opinion. They're simpler creatures, right? So, you know, I'm sure that they would enjoy, um, I'm sure they would enjoy some company, but hamster, I guess they eat each other, or whatever, or they'll make more baby hamsters, or you can't tell which one is a male or female, whatever the situation, you know, kids like, 
little creatures that they could keep and, you know, hold captive and be amused. And the thing, like a hamster crab, um, they don't fucking do anything. So, my daughter is 13 next month, and she's got, had this hamster in there, and there were times when we felt like, wow, maybe she's let it go, and let it just take its chances, either, you know, live off the land, or get eaten by a hawk, or a cat, or whatever, but it, it lived its life, and you look at these old creatures there, not to be morbid or whatever, but you think about these little creatures that inhabit the world, the things that we step on and drive over, and birds that periodically will bounce off a windshield, or bugs, or whatever, things that wind up underfoot, snails and shit, and you just think, wow, how crazy that is, that you know, they'll have this life, and all of a sudden, like you ever see a cat, see a cat stalking prey, right on this stretch of road I'm on right now on Allentown, cat is stalking prey in the weeds. He's going after birds or mice or whatever. And then all of a sudden you see that same cat months later or a year later lying on the side of the road and you're like, oh, that cat lived, and impressively, you know, probably lived walking around barns. Like I saw this one is on Bart Road. There's this like farmhouse, and there's all kinds of cats and shit. They got a chicken coop. They got all kinds of creatures over there. Horses, cows, pigs, and all of a sudden there's this cat like right in front of the house that got hit by the roadside. I was thinking, wow, that cat lived impressively, prolifically in the meadows and the woods and the barns and the fields over here and then all of a sudden just gets smacked by a car you know cross that road a million times and then all of a sudden it's just dead it made me think about human lives how we're, our lives are often prized and, and thought of so, as so precious I think we are. I think that we, human beings, are something special. As much as I'd like to say that we, we're pretty much beasts, we've got. We know, like we know the difference about certain things. Uh, there's a debate as to whether or not we have autonomy or whether we have free will, whether we can make our own way in this world by the decisions that we make, and I think we can to a degree. But. Like we can steer our destiny a little bit. Feels like that sometimes. But other times, you know, you see these terrible, just tragic events. Some ridiculous disease process will take somebody or somebody will drop dead of a heart attack or whatever, you know. And life just goes, but like the cat, and like the hamster, and like the whatever, time still continues to march on. You know, the rest of us are here, we have to persist, we have to do our best. So, I guess, if there's anything I can extract from this little bit of philosophy, it is that um, we got to keep going. 
we got to be smart and we got to learn from our mistakes and the mistakes of our predecessors and and make the best of, of what we have to kind of try to tinker with life try to experiment with it you know have fun with it I talked to somebody earlier I told them that I'm gonna I'm gonna be uh, dog bit dog the bounty hunter for Halloween and I might have shared my enthusiasm for dog in recent podcasts I don't know but if I haven't shared you know he's going after this guy uh, Brian fucking tells me Brian Laundry killed his girlfriend and it's getting this case is getting so much attention but anyway amidst all these friggin CIA and FBI and local and state law enforcement, U.S. Marshals, whoever. It seems like everybody is out looking for this guy. And he was reported along the Appalachian Trail, perhaps. But Doug Bounty Hunter is also in on it. And I feel like, how cool would it be? How American would it be if Doug the Bounty Hunter came in with this guy? If he nabbed him? How awesome would that be? I think that would be a beautiful thing. It would be fitting. I think. It would be only fitting if Dog the Bounty Hunter got this guy. But I told... I, I, so I told this woman, this patient of mine, that... Uh, I was going to be dog, and she goes, ha, 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 I'm going to be a, a Soka Tano, Tano, from um, The Mandalorian, I knew who that was, this, my son used to really like her character from Star Wars, and she's like, my husband won't dress up, he's grumpy about it, he doesn't want to play around, he's kind of, you know, a bum about it, I'm like, eh, ah, whatever, teach their own, but I guess my point would be, you got to try to enjoy. It's like that hamster. Make the best of a situation. Roll, you know, go around on your freaking wheel. Amuse yourself. Now, that toad ate a shitload of insects, had a good life over here before he met his end. Completely unintentionally by the obersts. Um, and us, you know, we wake up every morning, we go out into the world, and we have choices to make. And we got to make our life. Um, the best we possibly can. Uh, you know, I posted something last night. It was about... I could just feel it because it was a beautiful weekend. So perfect. And now everybody's got to go back to work. And it's going to rain this week. And it's just not going to be as nice. So people are going to be complaining because they hate their work. And they hate the stress society. And the, there's all these things that, that are fucking with people right now. And... Uh, They just need to suck it up, I guess. They need to suck that shit up. Try to make the best of the situation. So, um, just go into the week. Grind into the week. You know, go after it. Do what you can do. But 
posted this uh, Facebook image. It's this guy, some Asian dude, and he's he's got a uh, like this dummy. It's like a sparring dummy or something. And it looks like he's on display, so he's beating the shit out of this thing. Really hitting it very fast and hard. Punches, kicks, like elbows. And I, I felt like this is kind of amusing and funny. And I said, this is, you know, we need to go after the week like this. Just, you know, go after it. Like, fight. The point is, you got to fight through the week. you got to fight any of the things that bother you. You suck it up. Find your little, <laughs> or find your little joy. You know, pass the time. Be productive. You know, um, impress yourself. Impress other people. Make art read something, improve yourself, like, this is all we have, are these opportunities to, to do that, so when I do a recap of my weekend, and I talk about the highlights and stuff, I'm not just doing my little, you know, talking about myself, because I enjoy that, um, I guess I'm just trying to, like, this is what I have to show for the weekend, question is, what do you have to show for it, you know, even if you just spruced up your house, or cleaned, or folded laundry, or Move things out of the way so you could do other things that you want to do. You know, find something. Find your bliss and, and follow it. Chase it. Otherwise, you're fucked, man. And you don't have anyone to blame but yourself about, you know, your misery or the situation that you're in, whatever. You know, start putting some points on the board. All right, I got to ruin lunch. Huh! <laughs>